Today's My Thoughts Monday is brought to you by GymAware, the leading tool when measuring performance in the weight room. Guys, VBT is all the craze right now. It's a hot, sexy topic, although it's something that's been around for a while. And the man who wrote the book on velocity-based training, Brian Mann, has called the GymAware the Rolls Royce when it comes to velocity measuring devices. Guys, the ability for you to shoot all your information right up into the cloud and store it right away is enough for, for me right there to, to make sure that this is something that I had in my weight room. Putting things together with instant feedback as to how the reps are being performed. On top of that, with the x-axis correction, so you don't have to necessarily worry about direct positioning when you're performing the exercises. Tying that in with the visualization of everything and the ability to allow the athletes to compete. Make this an absolutely stellar tool and something I couldn't recommend you having in your weight room enough. Hop on over to kinetic.com.au today and see everything that they have to offer. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Jay DeMeo, and this week's My Thoughts Monday is going to be something that's been kind of bugging me for a while here. And it's, you know, we have these discussions all the time about the, the state of the profession and the direction that we're going in. And I kind of want to talk about some things that are going on that really I think we need to be a little bit more cognizant of and do a little bit of a better job with. Um, And the big thing right now is actually the big reason why we as a profession end out in the news now, and that is when something bad happens. In today's day and age, with social media being so powerful and the ability to get information like that, um, when something bad happens, there's clickbait involved, right? There, it's obviously something that people are going to tap on or to, to click on to, to get more information about to look at. And it's something that's going to draw, you know, more attention to websites and such so that they can make more money. Um, the other thing that these things do is they draw immediate re- attention and immediate reactions. And this is something that we, strength and conditioning coaches, have been very bad at in the recent past. Just in the past month, this being February right now, uh, just in the past month there have been two instances, uh, both of which have flooded every social media timeline that I am connected to. Probably for longer than than most stories do as well. Um, and And that includes like even stuff that the President of the United States of America is doing. And we could talk about that at another day. But when we're looking at this stuff, I kind of want to talk about how we've reacted to it because it's bothersome. Um, There's one event that occurred at an institution where, you know, some kids got hurt, injured, sick. I don't know how you would really describe it. And they're going to miss time in competition uh, and, and this was posted on Facebook and, and the immediate response without even going all the way through the article was people jumping at this like what is this strength coach doing is this outside our scope of practice what is going on and then you read the article and nowhere in the article are the words strength conditioning or mandatory So no one ever said the strength coach had these people do this stuff. 
No one ever said that this was mandatory and mandated by the strength coach that these people do this. But we, as a profession, jump right on our keyboards and say, oh my gosh, we've got to fix this. We've got to do that. We've got to do the other thing. We don't even know if this person was involved. Like, what are we doing? Like, why are we borrowing trouble? Calm down, everybody. Kids got hurt. That's terrible. No one wants that, right? No one. But to automatically come to the conclusion that the professional that we are associated with is at fault when they're not even remotely brought up in the write-up is absurd. And then to follow that, the level of entitlement that some people have when it comes to these situations, to say the school should release what happened so that we can all learn and we need to know. Listen, that place doesn't owe us a thing. Nothing. We need to take a step back and slow down. We don't know if these kids just, they knew a guy who worked there and they were like, yeah, everybody come out, it'll be great. And they hooked him up and they went in and then something happened or if it was mandated. But the one thing that we should know is that if this school has a legal team that's worth their salt, they're telling them be as quiet as you can and don't share anything and if you think that they're gonna sit there and say this is everything that happened and this is why and these are the other things because a couple of strength and conditioning coaches want to know you're out of your mind we're not entitled to that information we don't deserve that information and we're wrong to be running people down for that information. Now, if we want to talk about what our scope of practice is, if we want to talk about looking at situations and saying, hey, do you run your rehab stuff? Do you run your recuperation stuff? Do you do this, that, or the other thing? And talk about the whys and the hows and all this and that. That's great. And there should be places where we do that. Oh, there are at the National Strength and Conditioning Coaches meetings every year. They do this there. That's why Dr. Mann organizes these meetings. If you're in basketball, that's why Nate Brookerson organizes these meetings. It's to have these conversations. But when we take people and we just immediately throw them under the bus on social media, when we have no idea if they were even involved, and then start talking about their institutions like they owe us something, that's absurd. And it's wrong. And we need to stop. We need to go through the right channels and the right avenues to get the right things accomplished for us to move forward. So I guess to tie this whole thing together, we just need to slow down. We need to make sure that we're reading everything that's going on, that we're being told before we jump to conclusions. We always talk about bettering the profession, right? 
Well, how are we bettering the profession if all we're doing is looking at headlines and clickbait articles and immediately bashing people in the profession? We need to know what's going on before we draw these conclusions. If a coach actually is responsible for something, it always comes out. But the school isn't responsible to share that information with us. We need to go through the right channels and the right people to make these decisions and to make these changes in policy. So the people that are doing things, the people that organize the meetings with the CSCCA, Dr. Mann, Nate, other people involved with the NSCA, kudos to you for trying to do it the right way. My hat's off to you, and I really appreciate it. And I think the rest of us need to follow suit. Take a step back before you, you, know, you make judgments based on what you read in the internet, because you're never gonna see the article about, you know what, we were wrong and we're sorry.